Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to a different and new episode here over at Everyone's Business But Mine. It's a summer Friday, loosey-goosey, ask me anything. I reached out to you guys on Instagram and let you let it rip. So I will be doing two parts this Friday and next Friday. So if you have any questions that you want to ask me, feel free to uh, reach out to me on Instagram or you can email me, which might be easier, at everyonesbusinessbutmine at gmail.com. So let's get into it because a lot of you guys had some really good questions. Um, I try not to it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm trying to act like this is like some sort of like a uh, special trick that I'm doing. It's a podcast. Okay. But, um, I didn't really look at the questions and the ones that I did see, I try not to really think about. So I really did want this to be more of like an impromptu, just so, you know, chat between me and you guys. So with that being said, let's get into it. I had a question though. I wanted to start off with a question. Because um, so a few of them exist in my real life. I feel like there must be one of you that um, falls under this category. Um, If you're a straight guy that listens to this podcast, can you please like DM me or email me? I'm just curious. (laughs) You can tweet me. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. I'm just very curious if you listen to it, especially if you're single. Like if you're not listening to this because of your wife or your girlfriend or your partner, like... I'll give you half credit for that. But if you're listening to this of your own volition and you're a straight guy, like, please reach out to me because, wow, I I could not even wrap my mind around that. 
All right, our first question is, um, what is the worst reality show movie or documentary you've watched? Um, I'm going to assume that in this case, by worst, you mean like worst quality, like least enjoyable, as opposed to um, most upsetting. So ooh, I would say in terms of documentaries, that Madeline McCann one that came on Netflix, I could not even finish it. It was so long and they dipped into so many other people's stories and it was just so tedious. I, yeah, it, really, really awful. Um, ooh, movie. I just watched, um, the most recent bad movie I watched was a movie called Clementine and it stars, uh, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria our uh, Handmaid's Tale and somebody else. And it really like uh, touts itself as like an erotic lesbian thriller. And it's not, I don't honestly know what it was. They just were throwing a lot of different concepts at the wall and it sucked. So that was really painful for me. Do not recommend. And, you know, I should have in hindsight read the uh, 68% Rotten Tomatoes rating that it had and, and, kept it pushing but I didn't and that was my bad I didn't ask if anybody wanted their name to be given a couple of you explicitly told me not to so I'm just going to assume that none of you want your name said but next time let me know let me know next week um would I ever do patreon episodes on the staircase um so you guys little plug here i do a lot of documentaries over on my Patreon at patreon.com slash EBBM podcast. Um, in terms of The Staircase, I can't finish it. I don't know why it is. It's not that I don't find it interesting, but like this documentary has been out for how many years? I've tried two times, literally just like a month ago, um, and I just haven't been able to finish it. So I guess not. <laughs> I guess the answer to that is no. Um, but it's not to say that I don't find it interesting. Maybe I just got to like buckle down. And once I'm able to finish it, if I'm able to finish it, I'm going to give it a third try. And maybe my answer will be different. Okay, our next question is a two-parter. So the first question is, what would be my like dream ideal casting for Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 4? And I get to choose the theme. Ooh, I really should have thought about this before I hit record. <laughs> That's going to be a deep one. Um, I would like to, who would I like to see? You know, I might steal an idea from Come Through Queen, Dan and Brendan. They came up with the concept recently of a, like, matriarch season with, like, Caroline Manzo. Um, I don't know if... Who did they think? They were wrestling back and forth between, like, Gina Keo for the matriarch of OC. You know, just, like, the, the OGs, the motherly types of the franchise. And I think... I wonder if that would be interesting because all of those women are all the matriarchs of the uh uh series tend to be like slow slow burners if you will so i'm not really sure if that would work um as terms of entertainment um let me think about this I would maybe go for like the younger housewives. So like an Ashley Darby, uh, Gina Kirschenheider, um, Tinsley, that kind of crowd. I would do, yeah, maybe the, like the younger, the new class, if you will. I would have liked to see Whitney on that. I think that would be good to kind of separate her from, because she's like, like, 
reasonably like a good chunk younger than the rest of her cast if i'm not mistaken um so i would like to see her like with a younger like breath of fresh air girls yeah i would like to see that and i would like to see them in a beach location i'm really fearing that like season three is going to be thailand and so they're going to be doing a ski trip or something like that for season four i don't really love the winter sports of it all the winter vacations don't really do much for me if we could maybe go to like back to morocco that could be fun or i don't know could we go like more like london would london be interesting maybe not because i think we really need the girls to be like in in like an insular space not so much bluestone manor but you know like a beach where they're all in a house together something like that i think london might be a little too metropolitan um but yeah i would i would like to see them in some warm weather i think that'll do i think it gives us better better material okay somebody asked me oh sorry i went mean to go back to your second question my bad okay reverse reverse um if i were to cast all four brown sister wives in the housewives cinematic universe which city which i would i place each of them in Ooh, that is a great question i would put robin on dallas since that's canceled <laughs> i would put christine i mean i've been personally manifesting a and I, this feels like kind of a cop-out but a um heather gay and christine brown uh single divas out in utah spinoff um and like heather can kind of act as christine's guide and like out of the religion out of the you know the brainwashing and all of that i think that would be fun for for me personally um so I would put Christine in Salt Lake City. I would put Janelle in. Ooh. I would maybe put Mary in New Jersey because family drama that just like won't end. And it's just like a sad, dead, beaten horse. You know, you know what I mean? Like we should be letting go of this and yet we're not. Yeah, I think Mary might be a good fit for New Jersey. And that would leave me with Janelle. Um, I would say, ooh, because Janelle's so, like, no frills, doesn't want to participate. So Beverly Hills would be real bad for her. Um, that's a great question. Janelle, she's tough. I would maybe put, I actually might put Janelle in New Jersey as well. Maybe. Or Orange County? Mm. Yeah, I could see like Janelle and Tamara going toe to toe together. I would really like to see that actually. So I'm going to put Janelle in Orange County. Okay, next question is what is my housewife's tagline and who has had the best and worst tagline? Um, here's my thing. After all these years, every anytime I try to think of a housewife's tagline for myself, I got nothing. Nothing. I have no idea what it would be not even a clue. So <laughs> sorry, I'm just as disappointed by that. And it seems like something that I would have on lock and it would be good. I know, but I don't, I got nothing, not a thing. The worst tagline for me, I think not to, you know, bring up the name of Alexis Bellino again, but it would be hers. God is my savior. My husband and my is my king and my body. It's sinful. Ugh, God. 
My favorite one is not even really the tagline. It's just the sound that we get. Um, it's from Candy. It's, I may be small, but my empire keeps on growing. And <laughs> it shows her in the studio. <laughs> and she just goes, oh. <laughs> and every time it just makes me laugh. I don't know why. All right, next question. What is my favorite brand of chapstick? Um, right now, I'm really going with the Trader Joe's, Trader Johan's, like, mint three-pack. Um, I used to be an EOS mint girl, the little egg balls, um, and I loved it, and I stopped using it, and... After that, I think like people's skin was peeling off of their lips from using it. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep using it. I really loved it at the time. And then I went back and I don't know if they changed their formula, but ooh, that shit was ass. So yeah, I ran back to the Trader Joe's. Um, but I did try one that was really good recently, but I can't think of the name of it. So you're welcome. Next question. If I had to live out the rest of my life as one of Cody Brown's wives, which one would it be? And I can't choose Christine as she fled the coop. Okay, well, first of all, fuck you. No kidding. <laughs> first of all, how dare you? <laughs> um, Janelle. Janelle. I Janelle, I will say for sure, got the best out of this whole situation. She at least seems to like Cody. And Cody seems to have a modicum of uh, respect for her intellectually, which we know he doesn't have definitely not for Christine and probably not for Mary or Robin either. So to me, it seems like Janelle's had the, had the most respect from Cody. He saw her most as an intellectual equal. Um, She got free childcare out of Christine got to, you know, live what she wanted to do was to have kids and also, be out in the workforce force and not really be on the day-to-day raising of them. So she got that. Um, it doesn't seem like she cares about not fucking Cody anymore. And she just wants to live out on a nice piece of property and, uh, open a garden or something. So I think she may have fared the best out of everybody if I'm being real. So yeah, I would have to go with, uh, Janelle, even though I think she may have had the most kids with him. So, you know, there was, you got to take one for the team, don't we? Um, and what was, yeah, okay, yeah, I can choose Christine. So, yeah, Janelle, for sure. And I feel strongly about that. I do. Um, I mean, couldn't possibly be Mary, right? <laughs> like, what kind of, there should be some sort of test. Like, if you're a Mary, if you would have chosen Mary, please write to me at everyone's business but mine at gmail.com and let me know why. Walk me through it because I'm interested in that. Um, okay. Next question is what do I think it would be like to dog sit for Vicky, Ramona, or Sonia? This is a great question. If you guys don't know, I have a pet sitting business in New York and one thing about these housewives that I just had an aha moment about is that they will spend money on everything, but proper animal training, (laughs) behavioral training. And that's wild to me. So Vicky, I honestly think out of these three might be, Ooh, I would say she'd be best case scenario, but she also seems like somebody who would have cameras everywhere, which I personally hate. I hate the idea of cameras. Like, it's so weird to me. I don't like them 
anywhere really, but I just don't like the idea of being watched in a home, even if it's not my home. I, it just makes me uncomfortable. Um, cause I'm not doing anything and I just feel like, Oh, are you looking at me? I just, it's just like a lot for me and I can't take the pressure. Um, so yeah, in that respect, I probably wouldn't like it, but I feel like Vicky would take the time to make Michael or Brianna send the dog to a dog trainer because she wouldn't be able to handle like, Clearly Ramona and Sonia let their dogs do whatever, piss and shit on the floor, devil may care, you know, that sort of thing. So that would be upsetting for me. But the interesting thing about dogs peeing and pooping indoors is that you could probably solve that by a simple walk. So in that regard, I think I might be okay with Sonia's dogs. Ramona might be the worst case scenario for me. Cause I also feel like mm, Ramona probably wouldn't pay me what I deserve. And neither would Sonia, frankly, but for different reasons, you know, for different reasons. Now that I'm looking at it, you guys had a lot of Sister Wives questions. I'm glad that you guys are as hype about the new season as I am. <laughs> I really am. Um, who is the child with the darkest essence from Sister Wives and why? Um, normally my answer to that would be truly, eh, that's not actually true. I just find truly to be um, overly precocious and I don't care for that. You know, I, I care for a more chill child because I was one, you know, um, I was like a child for people who didn't like children. You know what I mean? Like I just like kept to myself and just give me a book and I'm fine. Um, darkest energy, uh, probably, Ooh, definitely one of the boys. Pa I can't ever think of the boys names. Um, Payton. One of them is like real cute Trump supporting conservative weirdo. I think it's Payton. So I'm going to have to give it to him. Like he's been openly homophobic and transphobic to his own siblings. So yeah, that's going to be a no for me dog. Um, if I had to subscribe to OnlyFans of one of the families from the seasons seeking sister wives, who would it be? Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, oof. Um, hmm. <laughs> Ooh, every every image I'm getting is worse than the next um I think it might be guyliner and squeaky Sidian and Tasha I just feel like okay so I, I have a theory that like you guys know that the two from Stranger Things are dating Natalia Dyer and um the other one Eddie does he play Eddie? No. The one with the heavy uh, bags under his eyes. You know the one. Um, and I looked at a picture of them and I'm like, God, they must have the softest sex of all time because both of them look like they're in dire need of a vitamin D pill, C pill, a real just like a hearty one a day multivitamin, the both of them, frankly. Um, and I feel the same way about Sidian and Tasha. So I would just really like to see what that all looks like. Not really, nothing about any of these couples would ever turn me on. It's the opposite. If anything, I'm just fighting, <laughs> fighting for my sexuality every time I have to watch an episode. But yeah, I would be most interested in that. They keep talking, Nick keeps talking about how like relentless his sex drive is. And I don't need to be a part of that. It just seems very. Um, your next question is what is my Enneagram type? Um, I don't think I, 
I think when I took the test, I found out I had to pay for it and was like, mm, that's enough for me. <laughs> but I am an INFJA, which is the advocate. If that helps, that's something. Um, do I think Mary slept with Catfish Jackie in real life? Ooh. Um, hmm. I think there may have been some heavy petting. It, it would not surprise me. Okay, uh, what are my predictions for the future of Welcome to Plathville in terms of the show and the characters? Um, I really don't know. With this uh, family statement that came out, I'm, I don't know. As of now, as of the time I'm recording, it seems like Mariah's moving out of the house that uh, they all lived in, which is for the best. So maybe we'll see like Mariah still living in Tampa. I don't see the point of her living in Tampa, especially if she's not getting along with Olivia at this point, which is clear. Um, so I would like to see maybe if like Mariah came out to LA and she and Micah lived together and they tried to do things, maybe I could see that. I, I do see Mariah. There definitely being a Mariah and Micah in LA storyline next season. Um, I'm curious as to what they're going to do with Kim and Barry. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Them not being together really is like, I don't really know what we need to see of them. I would love to see Lydia, you know, find a VO5 treatment and get out there on her own and explore some. And maybe she can visit Micah in LA and Mariah as well. And, um, you know, have a, have a white claw or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my thing. I feel like we're not going to see much of the, the little girls next season. I just don't know if like the Plath family we're going to see too much of outside. Well, I mean, really there's going to be a lot of drama with Olivia and the rest of the family. So I'm predicting an Olivia versus everybody season and a Mariah and Micah in LA. That's my predictions. Um, what are my name predictions for Chloe's new baby boy? Ooh, Oh, I think she's really going to go because true was such a traditional name for the family. Um, she, her grandfather, Chris's father was named, his middle name is true. Um, I wonder if she might go down that route again. I'm wondering how invested, I'm wondering if this boy is going to get a Jamaican name. That's my prediction. I am thinking like a Donovan, um, to, you know, 
give a nod to his father's roots. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's going to be like a tradi- like a more traditional Jamaican name. That's my guess. And your last question is, will the Browns ever move to Coyote Pass? Um, hmm. <laughs> it's not looking good. It's not looking great. I feel like a lot of their Coyote Pass money is going to that nanny of Robbins. So, you know, that's really going to, uh, you know, delay things a bit. So, no, I, I honestly think that we'll probably find out that Coyote Pass is for sale end of the year. That would be my guess. Um, next question is regarding abducted in plain sight. Would any other family um, at all have fallen for B shenanigans? Girl, I really don't think so. The level to which the family just, well, the parents just were so passive and so I don't know if naive is the right word because it just seems unfair. Like this is aggressive naivete, like should be in the Guinness book of world records. If this is truly an act of, of naivete, um, I mean, just like the level, like the level of the manipulation that happened. And I know, because I just feel like there were several people that were interviewed in that documentary that were like, yeah, we, saw that he was weird. Several people reached out to the authorities and in the LDS community to report how uncomfortable they were with him. So no, I don't think this would have happened to any other family. And, you know, you just really have to wonder like how much of this was manipulation and how much of this was, you know, I mean, that's like a really horrible question to ask when it comes to abuse. And I'm really keeping this down to the parents. (laughs) Because they, like, let their daughter be abused for years. And I just feel like they were just... I I don't feel like they were that naive. It just doesn't seem possible to me. All right, the next question is, I have to either go on Married at First Sight or go on several dates with one of the men from Seeking Sister Wife. Which do I choose? Married at First Sight, without a doubt. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to be out here letting some man manipulate me in the same way that, like, some of these other women did. Paige with Chris. Paige. Like, it would really, honestly, it would probably be the best season of Married at First Sight of all time. Because I'm not with the bullshit at all, as you guys know. (laughs) And honestly, at some point, it would just be entertaining to me. Like, I would not, I would go into the situation being like, I'm more than likely going to get a divorce. Like, I'll keep a happy face and I'll participate and we can do all the tantric yoga and whatever. Blindfolded question asking, fishbowl, whatever. We can do all of it. But like, you're more than likely going to be a big old loser. And so let's just have fun with it. And so that's what I would do. And by the way, for those asking, I haven't watched a season, the the season that's currently on, not watching it. And I feel great about that. It feels good. <laughs> Every time I think about the fact that I'm not watching it, it genuinely makes my body feel good. So all the, all the indication that I needed that I made a right choice and I'll consider watching next season and we'll have to go from there. But sorry, y'all, we ain't talking about Married at First Sight this season. Um... Next question is, who do I think broke it off, Pete or Kim? Uh, I, like I said in my episode, I swear I saw an article that seemed to kind of indicate that Pete was annoyed at Kim attempting to 
make Fetch happen with their relationship when they knew it wasn't really going well. So I'm inclined to say Pete. I'm really inclined to say Pete. I do find it very interesting that it came out that he is in like essentially trauma therapy because of the bullying of Kanye. I'm not surprised. I just do find it interesting. And I find it interesting that it came out after they broke up. Like, why did we not talk about this before? Strange. This question really made me crack uh, crack up. Do I edit out the um and ahs out of my or other verbal stumbles? No. <laughs> There's very little editing happening here. I can oh I don't really think I'm even that great at it. I think I do it a lot and it kind of makes me paranoid. But I think I'm better at it than I used to be. Mostly because I had a podcast before this and people used to bully the hell out of me. And then they went to the new podcast, this one, when it started and made sure to tell me that they hated every aspect of my voice and how I spoke and how the breath came out of my mouth. So because of those people, I think I'm like a lot more uh, attentive as to how I sound. So I try to edit myself as I speak. But again, I still think I could do a lot better with it. But thank you. I, I appreciate that. Next question is to name five unscripted shows that should be canceled and why. Ooh, I don't know if I can do five, but two that are coming right to the forefront of my brain would be Ridiculousness with Rob Deerdick and uh, Chrisley. Chrisley knows whatever. Chrisley knows best. Chrisley's out on the town, whatever he's doing. Um, those shows definitely need to be canceled. I feel... And I think we all might feel this way, that there might be something that Rob Deerdick has on MTV, something that Todd Chrisley has over the USA slash Bravo network that um, causes this like influx of programming that really nobody wants or asks for. It's very confusing. Um, so yeah, those can go immediately. Those can go immediately. The fact that MTV continues to shoot themselves in the foot every day by playing that bullshit all day long instead of the classic MTV like why are they not truly um riding the wave of this 90s and 2000s nostalgia like putting it all on Paramount Plus I'm sorry a mistake they should be putting they should be doing like Peacock is is and they should be doing the first season of Real World Homecoming uh New York they should be airing that right now on MTV proper and so by hiding all this nostalgia behind a paywall I just think it's so whack when you have a channel that could be really benefiting from like proper programming but I also don't know stuff maybe it's really more financially beneficial for them to do that I I could be wrong but um that was not the question <laughs> Those are the really only two I can think of because really any reality or unscripted show that I don't like has been canceled or I just don't watch so I don't know why. I mean really probably my 600 pound life and hoarders we can add on to those just because they're very exploitative but like I'm still gonna watch them so don't cancel them just yet. <laughs> And I guess we can add like intervention onto that and probably none of us need to be watching any of those. Anyway, um, what's the next question? Um, can I provide you guys with some current shows or podcasts that you guys should follow or watch? Sure. Um, what am I loving these days? I feel like I 
tend to shout out the same podcast when I'm asked. So I'm going to find ones that I don't really talk about. And you guys can just assume that all my friends that you see me recording with are already recommended. I mean, why would I tell you to listen to shows that I know you guys already listen to? So with that being said, um, mm, I mean, come through queen. I feel like I don't talk about them too much, but I really love their podcast. They talk Bravo housewives stuff. Um, I love Jade and XD. I feel like it would be silly for me to say Lost Culturistas, but I only just got into that podcast like less than a year ago. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm really liking you guys reasonably shady, even though technically a couple weeks ago I got called out by Robin on the show because if you guys will remember I posted a clip of them mostly Giselle talking on their podcast about how uh Tamara and Teddy were saying that they had the most popular housewives podcast but then Giselle was like no you guys don't check the receipts you guys are false and so I posted that clip it kind of went around and then a couple weeks ago Robin was like basically expressed that she found that um, annoying. Okay. So despite that, (laughs) I still recommend Reasonably Shady. I think it's a pretty good uh, 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 podcast. Did you guys know that Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules has a podcast? It's called Earth to Ariana. I'm really liking that. I'm liking the conversations that she's having. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think you guys know pretty much all of them. Um, What? Oh, uh, TV shows. Um, okay, so this would not be a recommendation, but I'm going to, you know, when you see something that you don't like, but you have to share it with somebody and they're like, Ooh, why did you share this with me? And it's like, I just had to take it off and like put it onto somebody else, you know, like the ring, um, conversations with friends. It's on Hulu. I started it with my two girlfriends. We were on a vacation and we were watching it. <laughs> And after the first episode, we were like, damn, this is uh, real bad. Do you want to watch the next episode? We're like, yeah, <laughs> I do. And so maybe like the magic for that really was like being able to roast it with my two best friends in real time. And that was fun. Um, but if you want something that is agonizingly slow and you hate every single character and you don't understand how any of them were cast to have chemistry with one another when they're all supposed to be attracted to each other in some form or fashion. <laughs> I would highly recommend Conversations with Friends. Ooh, you guys know what I also started watching? <sighs> Siesta Key. Okay, so Whitney Port <laughs> from The Hills and from The City does these rewatches with her husband on U- on their YouTube channel. This is a deep cut, and I'm not embarrassed about it, but they just started watching Siesta Key and I had been avoiding it but I am now on episode three or four y'all the shit is really going down in Florida I can't even really uh, uh, an assault a backseat assault in which a girl had to get her nose done <laughs> fixed through surgery on episode two there has been cheating there has been um multiple sclerosis there have been uh love triangles shocking reveals 
a lot of boat action. I'm waiting with bated breath to see if Alex ever actually wears his sunglasses the right way and not perched on the back of his head. A lot of exciting things going on. So yeah, um, I'm really having fun with my siesta key journey. It's my like before bed treat. <laughs> and before you guys run to tell me that Alex is a racist or whatever he is, girl, I, I can see him. I know. <laughs> Somebody asked me a really great question, which has been, what has been my favorite house on reality TV? Um, For some reason, I can only think of housewives houses at this point. And my two are going to go with uh, Kelly Ben Simone's New York apartment, downtown apartment, and maybe Kyle's house, her current, is it the current house? No, I think it was the house before that. The one that really looked like very traditional, like not modern, really like classic Hollywood. I really like that house. And I thought it looks like I I love that kind of architecture. We're going to wrap up this episode with a very special guest, uh, one host of By Pumpkin, uh, Princess, who found out that I was doing my AMA as the same time as she's doing her ask me anything and decided to ask me a series of questions. I didn't really look at them except for the first one, which I'm not going to (laughs) answer, but let's get into it. Let's have fun in the princess corner, shall we? Um, So her first question that I'm not going to answer is what do I think of the latest Britney news? And we, Princess and I, had actually been having our own conversation. So Princess, I feel like she's purposely trying to throw me under the (laughs) bus by asking me this because she knows the answer to this already. However, I, before she asked me this question, was like, you know what, whatever's going on, at this point, like, I just don't want to talk about it in detail because it just feels very gross and it just feels like it's really escalated to information that we don't need. Okay, and now I'm going to answer the question. So my theory, and I, I'm i going to have to call Princess out and expose her, that we in our conversation we were talking about how it's more than likely that the boys were telling their dad, like, hey, you can release these videos. But... That doesn't make it okay because these are like, what, 14 and 16 year old boys? Like, are they probably pissed off at their mom? Yeah. Can I understand that? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the videos were not great, but I also don't think, I mean, I know that the, whatever Kevin thought the impact was going to be was not. I mean, I know that I can look at the comment section and know that everybody was like, shut the fuck up. I personally just like, I just feel like this is too, like, I don't think we need to know this and I don't think it's like right. And I just feel really bad For the whole thing, I feel bad for these boys that they were in a situation that was not ideal. I feel bad that their mother was in a situation that was literal hell. And there were going to be some upsetting situations and some growing pains because (laughs) how much parenting was she actually doing, really? Um, How much parenting can you do when you're under the thumb of your father? You know, it's just all really upsetting all around. And I would like for the boys and Brittany to get into family therapy and figure this out together because I think they love their mom. I just think that they are young and they're too young to really understand 
how fucked up this whole situation with their mom was. And that's fair. I mean, you as a child should be able to like selfishly live your life and not worry about like what's going on with your parents. And unfortunately that's not their reality and that sucks. But yeah, I, I think everybody would really benefit from, uh, family therapy, and I would like for Kevin Federline to get a job and leave us alone, okay? Why don't you get into a celebrity boxing match with um, one of those boys from YouTube? Doesn't matter who. Just go somewhere that I don't have to bother, okay? Anywhere at all. Go down to the Panera and go on to Panera.com and fill out an application. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay. Go on to Cameo. People who want to see you can pay to do so. Do something like that. Leave us alone and leave us out of your family shit, weirdo. All right, her next question is, why do I think that Teresa mostly invited black housewives to her wedding, yet we've never seen her even near a black person on her show? That was the question that I gave for you, princess. And your answer was that she feels like uh, that she doesn't feel threatened by the black housewives. And that was a shocking um, bit of information that I had not considered. But I don't disagree. I actually think that you might be right by that. And it's I don't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> Part two of this question is, if Teresa was wearing a dog hair wig at her wedding, is it even the worst decision that she's ever made? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> your next question is, what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to me? Okay, so a thing that I can... The thing that really comes to mind is that when I was living in Athens, Georgia, I had a Miata and this never happened before and it never happened after this, but it was so terrifying. It was nighttime. I was on a very windy road and for whatever reason, the windshield was like, it was like white stuff was coming up where the wiper fluid should have been it wasn't fog it was like white but the point is I could not see anything not a thing <laughs> and I'm going down this windy road just on a wing and a prayer and it's there's not a street light I'm like 
sort of hoping that a car will come by so I can orient myself. You guys, I don't know how I did not get into an accident or anything, but eventually the windshield ended up clearing up. Like I said, it never happened again, but it was terrifying because it was like, I mean, you know, in those situations, it feels like hours, but honestly, I think it was like a good minute of me just driving down a very curvy road, not seeing a thing. It was legitimately terrifying. Um, your next question is, what do I think is the most slept on reality show? Talking a show that's really good, but doesn't get its flowers. Uh, probably Married to Medicine, I would say. Uh, Married to Medicine is a consistently good show. And I know that like, I mean, I'm a little bit hypocritical because I don't podcast about it. I don't talk about it, but I do notice that there are a lot of podcasters who will talk about the show and highly revere the show, but they don't talk about it on their actual recaps, which is like entirely their choice. But I do think that it has still like a very underground appeal and it's so good. You guys, you guys got to find characters. Like if you don't, if you've not been introduced to Dr. Heavenly, like Honestly, you're missing a lot out of your life. Dr. Simone is one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, Dr. Heavenly so funny. I don't like Jack, Dr. Jackie, you guys. I find her so triggering and I don't like she's so fat phobic. She's so fat phobic. It's like truly disgusting how she talks to people. And it's the whole like. And I don't know why it's so triggering to me because I've never really even encountered somebody like her, but I do, I have been witness to like thin people who have always been thin and who are just genetically thin people who look at people who are 10, pe- 10 pounds overweight and are like, gosh, you really do, should do something about that. I'm like, gosh, like, uh, you know, I'm just really concerned for you. You know, like, did you know that like this could really lead down a path? You could die early. Like the the doomsday as a terms of like encouraging people to lose weight. I hate that. And like, I want to revere her as a black doctor. And I do, especially in like labor and delivery. But like, I also think she really needs to get her fat phobia in check. Like it's, she's so rude sometimes. But anyway, um, Toya. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a person. What a person. <laughs> so yeah, I would say married to medicine. And even like early seasons of Braxton's family values when the family is just like naturally funny and it's just so black. It's just so like a black person can watch a show and find something uh, identifiable in their own family from there. So yeah, I really loved like, yeah, I would say those two. Okay, your next question is interesting. I genuinely didn't see this. Would I ever do a sibling rivalry-esque show with you? Um, do you mean specifically talking drag race? Maybe. I love sibling rivalry. Rivalry. If you guys don't know what it is, it's uh, Monet Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen. Um, they have a podcast. They have like a paid Patreon situation, but... Um, my favorite thing is that they have a YouTube channel which they talk about drag race. The thing is... I have dropped out of Drag Race. I'm going to hop back in, you guys. I'm going to hop back in because I really love the show. But, like, I wish they would just be on VH1. (laughs) The fact that they're on, like, a streaming platform just really turns it off for me. And that's not fair. But, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're talking, like, a us talking Drag Race, I mean, I'm going to have to start watching. So, maybe. 
Maybe. And I hope you're not talking about being on camera because one thing about me, I just like, I don't think I'm made for, I, I have, I have a face for radio, you know, and I've embraced that. And I just, I don't think being on camera is really my vibe. I'm trying to do it on TikTok every now and again, but I just don't love it. I don't love it. Okay. You also asked me what my favorite body part was and uh, probably my lips, even though here's my truth, you guys, is that I know that I'm ugly. Okay. And that's fine. That's fine. And I don't want to hear from the people who are like, you're beautiful. You're crazy. You're fun. I know I'm not. I know I'm not. It's okay. I've made peace with it. It's totally fine. With that being said, in terms of like my facial features, I'm actually a big fan of all of them. <laughs> like my lips, like my nose, like my eye shape, all of those would be like the top three for me. So yeah, that's my answer. And then I realized, fortunately, I look back and I realized um, that those are not the end of the question. So shout out to you guys, because I did not see them. So next question. Um, is it consistent or inconsistent that my only two housewife crushes are Sutton and Kenya? I'm dying to have you untangle this mystery for me. That's interesting. I would have to hear more about this. Like, what do you mean by crush? Do you mean like girl crush? Like I stand them as housewives or as people? As housewives, I get it. It's really been a long journey for me in Kenya. I really like shout out to Ray Sani. She's a really one who made me open my eyes. And I think girls trip really made me change my tune about Kenya because before that I was really like, I just found her very aggravating. Um, now I, I find her a lot more enjoyable. So I, I can, I can understand that. And Sutton, I, I can understand that too. Sutton seems like a good time. She seems, she's definitely an agent of chaos, but I don't know. I think it's like chaotic neutral, you know, like it doesn't ever get too car too far. Like most of the crazy that Sutton has put on, she's put on herself, you know, with the face roller and all that and the, the crying and the, you know, all of that. Mostly she internalizes that. And so, yeah, I get it. I like Sutton. Sorry. All right. And with that, I officially scrolled, scrolled through and double checked and I'm pretty sure those were all the questions for this week. So Thank you to all who reached out. Again, you can, I'll probably do another post on Instagram. So watch out for that. Um, and you can put the, put it in the comments there, or you can email me at everyone's business, but mine at gmail.com. Um, but the deadline for next week's ask me anything will be Wednesday noon Eastern. Let's say that. So, uh, yeah, like I said, thank you guys so much for asking questions. Thank you for listening. Thank me for speaking. Love you.